0: Conversation Hat Podcast. Welcome to this Conversation Hat Podcast live stream podcast recording. Once a month, audio visual event of the month, I guess. Uh, this week, uh, this month rather, fashion. We we chose fashion as a topic. Uh, if researching this week on the subject of fashion has made me think anything, it's why did we choose fashion? I think we were getting towards the end of a meeting and I was like, oh yeah, we need to come up with one more. And then me, you and Laura just looked at each other and we were like, fashion in unison.
1: I That's think how I remember it. That when we decided that we would go with fashion, that, you know, we, there's, there's a lot to explore. The concepts, the, the history, all of these interesting things, the statements that are made, all of that stuff.
0: Yeah, sure.
1: And I thought that that would probably be really cool for us to look through and, you know, put our little stamp of, put our thoughts into it. I'd be amazed if anything close to what I've just described has actually happened. Hmm. But, hey, we're here. We're going to talk about fashion. You want to talk about fashion with us? You should have been on the live stream. If you are on the live stream, talk about fashion with us. It's
0: why you're here.
1: (laughs) Participate.
0: Um how do you want to do this ben because i've got um I've got three sort of uh stories slash points of interest uh we also uh we have the good news and the plugs that we'll get to at the end and we were also uh instructed to bring our most fashionable item of clothing do you want to do that bit first
1: sure to be honest my <laughs> My main thing, it was a lot hard, but I I had such...
0: So you want to start with excuses?
1: Yeah, because it's all I've got. (laughs) Yeah, Well, I I thought there was some really cool stuff to talk about, but when things like fashion is kind of subjective or Mm -hmm. things are... There's things that are meant to make people think. Lots of people think different to each other. And it's really. I've never difficult. experienced
0: that. I know. Never, it's, literally, it's, never come across that.
1: It's difficult to find consensus on something like fashion on the internet. Sh-
0: okay, yeah, sure.
1: I got some stuff that you know we could have a chat about, but yeah, ha- uh, uh, let's let's do our let's do our items. What item have you got?
0: I have brought the shirt that I am wearing um there's a bit of a bit of a story with the shirt it's basically a, it's a short sleeved uh black shirt with uh large white pineapples on it uh, i don't normally do short pineapples. sleeves um because as you can tell i don't quite have the muscles to pull off that amount of arm mostly it's flab and wing um which is also the name of my um rotisserie chicken stall flab and wing flab and wing um yeah, no, I like this shirt a lot. Um, it's it's the only item of clothing um, I have that like, or it was the first item of clothing that like, uh, people, colleagues, strangers, shop assistants would be like, "Ooh, that's a statement," and I'm like, I am like, "Thanks." I think um, it's it's quite for a black and white shirt. It's it's quite vibrant, and that's why I like it. We we got striking. this shirt for. Thank you. It is striking, especially if our punch you with it i don't know um i we got this shirt um a few years ago we went to a uh, a secret cinema event back when you could uh see when people you could do things outside in person um yeah exactly when when there was stuff to do um secret cinema is this um this really fun cash grab where basically uh they 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 rent out like either a huge warehouse or like a, a lot of field and they put on a film, and um, while the film is happening, they have like people acting out scenes from the film in real life as well. Or um, they'll have like in the run up to the film, like loads of activities and loads of stuff happening with people with actors playing parts uh, from the film. Okay. Um, so, like if you go to see Secret Cinema, Star Wars, or whatever, you'll just have like a heck load of Ewoks running around doing whatever. Getting in the people way. People playing the cantina mystery. band
1: music.
0: Exactly, loads of stuff like <laughs> that. <laughs> and it's supposed to be like quite interactive as well, which I I hate. <laughs> I, like, I love the concept, but I hate being around that sort of thing. Um I just want to watch other people have fun. Um that that's what really does it for me. Uh so we that we went to see um the uh is it lerman Romeo and Juliet?
1: Uh, with DiCaprio. With
0: DiCaprio. Senor uh,
1: DiCaprio. I don't know why I said Senor DiCaprio. That's not a thing.
0: Monsieur yes. DiCaprio. Um, we. So when you when you sign up, uh, when you, when you pay to go to the thing, they they will assign you usually like a character or a role or or a tribe that you're supposed to dress as. So we got um, the the Capulets, I think, who were like mm-hmm. the um, Hispanic um black red kind of garb um so we we all had to buy like black and red stuff and this this was the closest thing to that that I would be seen wearing and it sort it's like a hawaiian style shirt so it sort of fits with that whole vibe which um,
1: yeah it it does feel very very much in that style
0: yeah yes certainly so um, you're
1: pulling out your sword and biting your thumb at people
0: exactly um so we we went to that in London, and um, it, the first it got cancelled, <laughs> and oh. it, it was rescheduled. But like, we literally got there. We got off. We were on. We were on the tube. And the, the really funny thing about secret cinema, I've only been to one, but Laura's been to a whole bunch. She she likes them much more than I do. Um, the 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 really fascinating thing is um, they they don't tell you where you're going. Don't they don't tell you where it is, they just tell you what tube station to get off at, and then they're like, You'll see it. (laughs) Wow! And usually, what that means is there's several hundred people dressed the same as you going in one direction, and you just got to trust that they know. Um, so that it was really funny that we were on the tube, and um, like we just Cause, 'Cause we'd come from Cambridge, obviously, so we got at King's Cross oh, and then got on the tube. So like what was really obvious was that all these other people from London were getting on the tube and the um the the tube just gradually started to be replaced by people wearing um Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> 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 it was like a fucking Guy Fieri restaurant or something. It was amazing. Um, and so we just sort of look around and realise, where'd all the normies go? What the fuck is this?
1: Um, it's just around and- a poor business- businessman or a tourist, first time in London.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: First just- time in the country, they've gone to London, the first time they're on the tube, they're quite apprehensive, they're not quite sure what was going on, and then Magnum P.I.
0: They <laughs> just get on the tube like, what is this, flavour country? Um <laughs> And the thing that's really cool about that is that there's like a um an implied uh familiarity like like a tripod. So like people who didn't know each other were like quite happy, like starting a conversation or whatever. Mm. And then um we're getting close to the stop and and the woman next to me just like stands up and goes, uh, sorry everyone, it's been cancelled. And we d- we trusted her because she was dressed like us. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> stupid. <laughs> um, yeah, we trusted her because she, she was dressed we in like colours. Like we're like, if you were a Montague, I'd have fucking slain you by now. Um, <laughs> talking to me on a tube to Flavortown. Yeah, uh, and, and then we, we, all of us, like, we all get on the Twitter and we all go through the thing. The thing about Secret Cinema is is when it runs and when it's fine, it's real good. But when something goes slightly wrong, they're kind of shit at handling it and kind of shit at communicating what's actually happening. So oh. the result was like probably a thousand people in fucking guy fieri costumes were like at whatever tube station it was and then eventually someone like comes up with a loudspeaker and is like yeah no we have actually cancelled today that you will be there will be another day in your inboxes within the hour uh because the field had just flooded like like that simple just flooded and they couldn't they couldn't do electricity yeah because all of because the logical wet. reasons and it's the sort of thing that like actually they they can't help that it's just that they could have communicated it a little better but whatever um so that's the story of this shirt
1: wow thank you i'm 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 a fan of both shirt and story
0: i think you would absolutely love secret cinema and i think I, you'd I be a really, i think you'd be a really good actor at secret cinema as well because you do, you don't have like um I'm sure you do have shame, but, like, you're really good at repressing it.
1: I can put it away. Just
0: put a pin in that. I'll we'll just get, ignore we'll this for a later. while. We'll get to that in four years' time let's, when I can't sleep.
1: Let's get weird, yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Let's get weird.
1: Let's Don't get have to worry about Let's get
0: up personal space.
1: Don't have to worry about it now. I've got no. all of the nights that I won't yeah. sleep to worry about the things that I've done.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Go on, what's what's your fashionable item? So, yeah,
1: I'm, I'm wearing black as... Who was it? Was it was it Coco Chanel who said that you could never go wrong with a little black dress? Black sure. is slimming. Black is functional. I'm not saying that, that this isn't my item. It's not just a black T-shirt.
0: I thought you'd really fucking found it in there.
1: No. Oh yeah. Well, the most fashionable item I wearing a black T-shirt.
0: Whatever now, I happen to be wearing.
1: The origins of my uh, fashionable item. Oh yeah. Are complex. And hopefully interesting.
0: Oh, oh, I was hoping they would be boring and bean-filled.
1: You are aware of Noel Fielding and the Mighty Boosh?
0: Yes. You could say that.
1: Uh, Noel Fielding played a character called Vince Noir. Obsessed with his hair and getting it as big and as tall and as perfect as possible. His reflection. He wore mirrorball suits that he'd sewn himself. He And it's this... Which I think that it came from Noel Fielding because if you watch him on Bake Off, there are some fantastic shirts.
0: Oh, his his shirt game is incredible.
1: Man goes on to do Big Fat Quiz of the Year in a poncho and glittery Chelsea boots. Yeah, yeah. There's you know there's there's statement there's there's he's got a look. He certainly has a look, hundred percent. And that was really emphasised in um, in his character in The Mighty Boosh. I made many friends. For it. it was a good show, and good people like it. There's an episode where he, uh, him and Howard get trapped on a desert island. Mm. I think because Noel Fielding's character Vince uh, tries uh, gives the captain a haircut whilst he's sleeping, so they kick, they they threw them off of the cruise boat that they were on. Yeah, and they end up marooned on a desert island. Within a day, um, Howard is wearing rags and a terrible mess, <laughs> big beard and everything. <laughs> Vince has, is looking fine, clean shaven, made himself some outfits from like banana leaves and he made himself a hat. It was like a straw hat and it had noir, which was his character's name on the front and it had a little pat- a Mighty Boosh pattern around around the rim as well. Really cool hat. Ten years ago. Mm -hmm. No, more than ten years ago. This was in 2007. However many years ago that is. I'm in Cambridge, hanging out with some people, as I want to do. Yeah, you do like people. And I see something that sparks a memory in my brain. Not joy. And I will describe this in a moment. I, I I walk over to the little gaggle of people with their bright hair, their skinny jeans and studded belts. They were cool then. Okay. They're still cool now. And someone was wearing
0: <laughs>
1: the Vince Noir straw hat. Oh, no. And you stole it from them. This person, this was Hannah Jones. I'm still friends with her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um... Little Hannah, I think she lives in Brighton now, um, or possibly London, one of the two. You got
0: doxxed, Hannah. Deal with it. Uh, we got your hat and then and, we doxed you. That's how we do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and yeah, this, um, this hat was upon her head and we got chatting and we had a... I mean, as I said, we're still friends and I still have the Vince Noir hat.
0: So that just, just to be clear, that hat is how we know each other then? Because I, I don't know about this hat. I, I know I know Hannah, but like we, um, you wouldn't have become part of that group of people, and then we wouldn't have known each other if it wasn't for that hat. So that hat is like a a linchpin to our to the whole fucking podcast. Basically,
1: this may well be the source of the conversation
0: hat. Oh shit! You got to burn that, man. You know, no, no, you know that
1: like <laughs> we've just established that this is the best item. Yes, this is my best friend fa- This is the only good thing that I have.
0: <laughs> you know that the, the, the actual conversation hat where's the logo? You know that the actual hat is gonna actually completely murder you if it knows you have another hat. Dude. You can't go around. I wasn't other, saying that hats. it
1: was the conversation hat. We we could have gone somewhere cool and you're taking it into a negative hat murdery place. it's yeah.
0: <laughs> that <is>, that's <laughs> This is our show. friendship
1: hat negative This hat is the reason place. This is the reason, Liam. This is the reason for everything.
0: Does it have any questions in it?
1: No, originally it did have, I don't think you, you can see some markings, obviously not if you're not watching the live stream, but um, it had uh, quotes and other pictures that were drawn on, but time and probably my sweaty head yeah. has erased the majority of them
0: so how how is it that you you've come into possession of that hat did you just straight up steal it from a person you had just met
1: i took it from hannah yeah
0: <laughs> okay we're friends now i'm taking this see ya
1: yeah exactly exactly that <laughs> yeah
0: fine okay i mean that's that you're was cool how you your hat's cool hey 2000s. you're cool
1: i want your hat yeah i'm having uh, can i have the hat i'm having the hat and <laughs> i'm going to keep it with me for 13 years i'm going
0: to reference it on a podcast that you will not watch.
1: So yeah, that's cool. That, I love it. So this is this is fashionable on many many levels. And it's
0: apropos, and it's uh, it is a
1: unique hat. It is. It is based on a fashiony character. That's based on a fashiony man who.
0: Fashiony man.
1: I saw that his there, there was is it Grazia magazine? Yes. that's a fashion thing. That is. Well They well done. had an article about Noel Fielding's Bake Off jumpers. Oh, perfect. Bake Off outfits. I love it. This is all kinds of fashion, and it's the reason you have just pointed out that we are here today. That all of us are here today and gone tomorrow.
0: So basically, it's Noel Fielding's fault. Boom. Like we, all of this could have been avoided if it was, if it wasn't for the Mighty Boosh.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. don't say it like that. Well, I mean, just wondering <laughs> what could have been. I, I, I hope that we are try, we, we bring something to the lives of the people who listen
0: time we kill time
1: i mean certainly noise certainly noise i would like if we may to step into my point of interest which is zip stop it <laughs> like norm- normally we come with like bits of information or things to talk about yeah uh, and, and like actual examples of stuff i thought that we could because there's some there's stuff i want to talk about which just that i thought would be interesting to talk about which links from from this hat. Ooh. I went and spoke to people. This was in the day, I think, the age of, ages of 12 to 17. I would go and hang out on Christ's Peace in Cambridge. This is how Liam and I eventually met each other, through this hat or not.
0: My first thing, my first story, this is a really short thing, because, again, I sort of, I sort of struggled um, to come up with... I've got a, I've got a couple things, but like I, I wanted to find like some weird clothing or, or something interesting, and the best I could do, um, I believe this was a, a Georgian fashion uh, of eye miniatures, and eye miniatures or, or lovers' eyes, not the Mumford and Sons song. Um, they, they were basically, uh, you would have painted, um, jewelry. So you'd wear it as, uh-huh. a, as a brooch or a bracelet or, or something. Um, you would have painted very, very small versions of your partner or your child or anyone you were fond of, of just their eye. So, like, just, just this much of their eye. And you'd paint it, like, this big, like, real, real re- re- small. And Hold
1: it to me so I can see.
0: So, so like, th- this is what it was. And, so like, and it would end up real tiny, and you would have okay. that as like a bracelet, and it was just like the, a just the eye,
1: five p piece.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like five p piece, maybe. I'm sure they varied in size, some kind of coin size, um, and you would just have that as like a necklace or a brooch or a bracelet or whatever. I just thought that was mad because you you show me someone's eye, and I won't know who the fuck that is. You know, <laughs> I. Is is that Ben? Is that Laura? Is that Gandhi? I don't know. I mean,
1: that's that's why Zorro was so successful. He covered his eyes. Yeah, and no one knew it was Antonio Banderas.
0: Exactly, exactly. Uh, I just thought I thought that was really interesting, but like, there's no story there. That is just a thing that happened, and that was just the fashion in, I believe, Georgian. uh, I read Georgian England, but I imagine Georgian Europe. I assume. Um,
1: No, that that is interesting. It's pretty crazy. Have you ever seen the the lucky eyes? No, I might have. I don't it's know. It's like a, it's like it's a very small. Um, it's just sort of like a blob of blue glass with a white bit and a dot in it. And they're they're worn on like bracelets, bracelets and necklaces and things. And they're meant to bring luck. And I wonder okay. if that's possibly something that stemmed from the same vein. Because the eyes were the windows to the soul. Yes. So perhaps by keeping the eyes of those you give a shit about nearby, you're keeping them safe.
0: It's it's the same the same vein as like like having a lock of hair or whatever. It's just like having a piece of that person near you. Uh, I imagine. Uh, Crawfordism on Twitch says the old the Zoro of old was loads better than Antonio. I didn't know there was an original Zoro am I mm. Am I being dense? Okay, that's just me. You guys all know about that. That's fine. I will do my research. I will go away and learn about original Zoro. Um, although saying that out loud, I feel like I, that I did know that, but I didn't commit it to memory. Um, I mean I
1: knew I knew it was a thing. I don't think I've ever seen.
0: Did he have eyeballs? The original Zoro? Yeah. <laughs> somewhere I imagine. but were they like visible? <laughs> Or did he have like well, a necklace had... made up of the eyeballs of the the loved ones of people he defeated?
1: That's how you find out who Zoro is. You look at everyone's bracelets,
0: and you've got a what? So hang on. So it's the the bracelets that. So people who've had their bracelets stolen, or do you have to like cross-reference all the eyes that he's wearing on a necklace and then pinpoint ah the the common yeah, factor? Yeah, I, I realized
1: that they. There would be a lot of information gathering.
0: <laughs> it's just data. To put it's into algorithms
1: data. that don't really make sense. GDPR
0: nightmare. That's what it is. Uh, yeah, so yes, he had eyes. Thank you.
1: Now anyway. I Maybe maybe that's not how you find out how Zorro is. Just look at the credits. <laughs> just look at the credits. <laughs> just look at the credits, it will tell you.
0: Zoro uh, played by not Antonio Banderas. Brackets. <laughs> yes, he had eyes. Close brackets. <laughs> IMDB was a fucking nightmare in the 70s I swear to god
1: Christ
0: um, that, that's, that's my first point Do you have another point? I, I mean I'm sure you um, do I have another too What do you got?
1: I mean I, I have a, I have constructed a game for you
0: So I, I also I, have I, a game I really,
1: you, 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 had, you did much better with this fashion stuff than I did Thank you
0: It's because I have more body to cover in clothes Therefore I know more about clothes. I don't know. Um so
1: Like I, I looked I looked in some controversial um like fashion Okay like, like most controversial fashion bits and I'll be honest, that was half hours worth of looking at stuff that I just don't want to talk about.
0: Yeah, fine. Um who invented the KKK hood? Uh big pillows. Um I mean stuff, it's
1: it's crap crap like that
0: um so i i also have a game but i have another story so do you have anything that isn't a game that's not a dig that's just me trying to structure the show a little bit
1: i know i i i think we should go with your your story then we can do our games and then we've got good news i've got me good news and i've got my plugging good stuff we
0: both remembered good news on plugs i'm i'm proud of us buddy after so, an,
1: it's almost like we've been doing this for over a year after
0: five years of podcast and over a year <laughs> of streaming we just about have our shit together just like fuck barely man I, I've, talked, I've talked about my day job I've, I've mentioned it a few times uh, on the stream already I work in a school, I, I work in the music department for a school uh, I am s- sort of technically kind of teaching staff but also sort of technically not quite teaching staff I'm somewhere in the middle, most of the time I move instruments around and I fix stuff. That's my whole deal. Um, We A few years ago, we um, were invited to perform at the Royal Albert Hall. Like, actually. Um, I know, very fancy. Um, Very fancy. We had a a samba troupe. So, like, 30, 40 kids playing big, huge, Brazilian-style samba drums. Um, We we went to play at a music for youth festival in birmingham and uh, the people liked us so much that they put they put us forward for the youth proms which is like the proms but wow. smaller um so they we were invited to go perform our samba stuff at the the royal Albert hall which is crazy everyone lost their crap because it's um it's not the poorest school in the world it doesn't have a great reputation historically um they've only just stopped trying to close it um like in the last 10 years oh yeah i know um but the music department's always been outstanding and i'm really proud to be part of that and um basically to have essentially some of the poorest kids in cambridge go play the royal albert hall is crazy town so like it is a real super prestigious event um so it's uh the, the day of the show uh obviously we've got to drive to London with um 30 40 kids and a drum pair kid so the bus is three times the size that we need it to be uh, loud very loud uh double decker coach um so we um we ha- we hired in a big old coach we could we get all the drums set out the night before and um I think I'm up at about uh 6 a.m get to school for quarter past six or something Like, doing registers, like, doing last-minute checks, um, doing things like tuning the instruments, even though I know they're going to be on a bus for two hours. So, like, mostly just making sure they're going to survive the journey because you're not really supposed to move stuff, um, like that. And we we can't afford... We can barely afford to keep the drums working, let alone have stuff to transport the drums. So, like, my job is trying to minimise, uh, the inevitable destruction of this expensive equipment. Um... Make it last as long as it can. Make it last as long as it can. So we, we've got these 30 drums on I'm checking each drum individually, and I'm sort of like tightening tuners and stuff, and then like passing it to the person to put it in the van. And mm-hmm. there's one drum that's giving me a bit, a bit of grief, so I'm sort of like taking my time with it. And then, um, okay, we, we've got we've got to get on the bus like in the next five minutes if we actually want to leave. So um, uh, it's at this point, I think probably seven o'clock. So I... Um, I bend down to pick up the drum and i I don't hear it, but I feel a rip like just mm. a sh but it was like it i i didn't i didn't hear I just felt something give something go and i um i and i stand up I pick up the drum and i realize that the entire of my gooch on my trousers is is just a gap <laughs> just just nothing just nothing there so much so that if I stand perfectly straight it's fine but it, but if I tilt in any direction everyone knows
1: it's not okay it's not it's fine. not
0: it's not fine it's a safeguarding risk and it's breezy um so it's. Uh, it, the, the bus is the bus is going. The kids are on the bus. Mm-hmm. The last few teachers and staff are loading the, the kit into the the bus. I, ca- I can't leg it home. I'm just going to have to spend a day in London at the Royal Albert Hall with no gooch in my trousers. Um, so what happened was i I was very still <laughs> <laughs> for sixteen hours the so we were on the bus at just after seven-
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, I think we got to London uh we found the venue I think about half nine uh by eleven we were doing sound checks um and then we had to go get lunch and then basically until the show, which was about seven in the evening um we uh, we we just had to stay uh backstage in what there's like a million dressing rooms because it, it it's designed for huge orchestras and stuff um so I'm just backstage just sat on the floor with with my legs so that I'm like a perfect l shape so if if I'm if I cross legs everyone sees probably get fired um so so I'm sat like in an l shape with my legs just straight out. Perfectly okay. aligned in front of me, back against the wall. Um, sir, do you want anything up the snack machine? Nope, thank you. Nope. Sir, do you want a bottle of water? Nope, thank you. Sir, do you want a coffee? Mm, no, thank you. Can't move. <laughs> um, uh, Mr. Taylor, could you come and come and check this thing for us? Um, um yep.
1: Bring it to me.
0: <laughs> so I, I bring it here. So I had to like had to get up to do something techy. I don't know. I had to like slide my back up the wall <laughs> just like just maintaining contact with my ass against the wall and just slide <laughs> myself upwards um and um yeah so uh we eventually gets to be performance time um the kids go up on stage they they kick ass they do a great job and um at the end, my job during the performance, like, my work is basically done at this point. Like, mostly I'm there mm-hmm. for, like, safeguarding and to kind of just check on equipment that might happen to break. So I've got a big bag full of, like, spare drumsticks and, like, drum skins and tuners and stuff. So if something snaps, I can just blah, 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 blah go and fix it, all good. Okay. Um, so my job during the show is basically I've got uh, – there's a few different kinds of drumsticks – so I basically got pockets full of the different kind of drumsticks, and I'm waiting to see if I see a drumstick uh, break in half because they will. They're supposed to. At which point, I need to like tactfully chuck a drumstick at a kid in such a way that they'll hopefully catch it and I won't hurt Launch, them or make additional of- sound. Yeah, I just got to yeah. chuck stuff at kids and hope for the best. Um, so I'm off to the side of the stage doing that and um, just just trying to ignore the fact that like. Um, my my the very important people are are like watching in the crowd and like there's head teachers in um in the boxes and stuff and i can feel a bit of a breeze so i'm trying not to like turn too much um but like nothing broke so i didn't have to do anything and then we get the kids off the stage um grand finale happens it's all very lovely and it's about uh it's about 10 o'clock on the bus home, we stop off. Stop off at a McDonald's. Um, we we're, we're approaching Cambridge, and um, and I, I decided to say to the uh, to the teachers. So like everyone, all the kids are upstairs in the coach, and they're all asleep because of course they are. They're not mm-hmm. big day, and there's like five six teachers like down on the um, the ground level of the bus, I guess. And I'm like, hey guys, do you want to know something fun? like uh yeah go on like uh i I tore my trousers completely open at seven a m this morning, and they're still there <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and they they lost their shit and like the um they they've
1: not no they you'd you'd gotten away with it
0: i'd got i completely gotten away for with the it, whole so day I'd, so and like literally the uh my boss the the woman I work with was literally like I was trying to work out why you were so still <laughs> so i'm not like i'm not like exuberant i'm not like dynamic or anything but like you know i have more than one dimension that i like, occasionally use you do move but i was just i was just like completely like rigid and like still and like not bending at all the entire day um and like i, I would only pick something up if there was a wall behind me <laughs> um oh well so, i mean kudos thank you i i'm amazed that i made it <laughs> it was like it was the worst and then the next week we had we had a show at like based at, at at school and um and literally the same thing happened but it was like 10 minutes to um 10 minutes to curtains and and i i was literally just like mate i've i've got to go i'm not this is not happening to me again so i legged it at home changed my trousers and came back uh reinforced the crotch
1: wow That's the moral. That, boys and girls, is what is known as a fashion faux pas.
0: Yeah. Big, breezy faux pas. Um, This happened to Crawfordism at work, apparently, as well. Uh, But luckily, he works with teachers. Well, excuse me, he works with adults, so it's a little easier. Yeah, adults tend to be more forgiving when you accidentally have your pants out. Um, I mean,
1: they'll laugh, but there won't be some sort of inquest. There won't
0: be an inquiry. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so that's the story of my balls. Um and now we're on to the games. Lovely people. Um, I've been talking for a while. Do you wanna do you wanna do your game?
1: This game entitled Fashion Exclamation <laughs> Point.
0: Wow, how does he do it? Where do you get your titles, Ben?
1: Uh, that's what it says on the Google Doc. Gotcha.
0: Yeah, no, it does say that.
1: I have researched some of the more well-known fashion brands, the the oh. high end, you know the the stuff that you and I are likely to never see outside of a film. Oh,
0: like the Tesco Value stuff.
1: Well, more more Your Primark, than that. Primark,
0: yeah. Primark.
1: I, well, no, more Prada,
0: Sainsbury's, Argos, QD.
1: See, I would I would I would love to ignore you and carry on, but you're the one I'm speaking to, so it makes it really Mm. difficult.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm the worst, huh? Gotcha. Yeah, no, I I understand.
1: We are playing a game of What's Older? To see if you can figure out between some, you know, inventions, some products, some things which is older. Okay. So Liam, are you ready to play Fashion? What's older?
0: Gotta work on the title, I think, but yeah, no, I'm down to clown.
1: Cool. Our first, what's mm-hmm. older? What is older? Prada
0: mm.
1: or sliced bread?
0: <laughs> I love it. Um, Prada. Prada? It's like sliced bread is like brand new. Yeah, I think Prada's older.
1: Prada. Very quick, Thank very you. quick response. Yep. You're happy, happy to go with Prada? So
0: happy to go with Prada.
1: Prada is 15 years older than sliced bread. Nailed it. Sliced bread, uh, 1928. Prada, 1913. Yeah. Uh, Mario Prada found... um, uh, Found? Funded? Sure. Established the luxury brand in 1913 in Milan. It started as a leather goods business for trunks and travel accessories. Ooh. Lovely. The first automatically sliced commercial loaves were produced July sixth, nineteen twenty-eight, in I apologise, Chilochiloth Chilote, Missouri, somewhere in Missouri. <laughs> okay, I, uh, I thought you mis- were like
0: struggling to pronounce like an Italian name or something. So, no, it's
1: somewhere in Missouri. 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 Amazing. Chilli- Chilicothe. Chilicoth. Okay. Uh using a machine invented by Otto. Roeder. Fun fact. Fun fact. In 1943, um, sliced bread was banned in the US.
0: Oh. How come?
1: In, in the midst of World War II, sliced bread was um, barred from American bakeries and homes. They weren't doing it. Because of the uh, baking regulations, it boosted the prices of flour... So to prevent the costs going down to the customer, they just didn't cut the bread.
0: Right, okay.
1: Much, much like that pizzeria in Breaking Bad where they don't cut the pizza and they pass the savings on to you.
0: <clears throat> yeah.
1: Yeah. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? Right, Liam. What's older? Chanel or flying?
0: So when you say flying...
1: When I say flying, I don't mean, like, birds.
0: Okay. What do you mean? Like, hu- human flight?
1: Human human flying. Human flight.
0: And I assume you mean assisted human flying.
1: Manned plane thingies.
0: Because you can sort someone, of fly for a bit getting, if you jump off a cliff. like briefly. Someone
1: getting in a plane and it flying. Right, okay or Chanel
0: or Chanel hmm I'm not I'm not certain so I'm gonna game theory it and say probably Chanel
1: now i I was a little bit of a tricky boy with this because oh, it no. literally months apart
0: oh wow that's cool um oh sorry I should ask what what was the what was the first Chanel product can you tell me that without giving it away Without giving away the date. Sorry, that was a weird way to say that.
1: Um, I've not made a note of the first Chanel product. Okay. I'm going to stick with it, Chanel. It's fine. It was it was ladies' clothes and bags and, and such.
0: Okay, women things like pockets. That so you're going for
1: Chanel. Chanel is older than flying?
0: Going for Chanel is older than flying. Wait, hang on. No, it needs to be the other way around. Sorry, I, I, I asked backwards to my game theory. Um... Sorry, I, cho- I chose the fashion brand the first time, so I'm going to say flying this time. Sorry, everybody. Sorry. Okay, Sorry. so Sorry. you're saying flying saying flying
1: predates Chanel.
0: Yes, but only by months. Flying? Yeah.
1: 1903. Uh-huh. The pilot was Orville Wright of the Wright Brothers. Correct. Lasted 12 seconds and went 120 feet. Mm-hmm. It's pretty Chanel, good. Chanel... 1902. Damn. 1902. It was very, very close.
0: Cool. I love it.
1: That's um Chanel, I don't know. I think, yeah, they, I'm not sure of their first products, but they have historically revolutionized women's fashion. Um,
0: By putting the pockets on the outside of the clothes.
1: Well, They're ladies' trousers being trendy.
0: Right, yeah, fair um,
1: enough. Corsets not being a thing anymore, really. they're yeah. like no, no more corsets. Thanks yeah, yeah. very much. Um, and it, they were the first to invent designer perfume.
0: What makes it designer?
1: I guess because it's got Chanel written on it. Gotcha. Okay. Because That'll it was learn. a fashion designer who did it. I, yes. Can we take a moment to... Sure, we can. ...show appreciation to TV adverts... Trying them. to sell perfume.
0: Right, go on.
1: Because that's not a thing that's possible. You cannot convey a smell through the TV.
0: Yeah, but you could say that about all advertising. Like you want to buy scale electric, no, you, you don't you know how much thing. fun you're gonna have. You can see the thing. You wanna buy sure. a
1: car? You wanna buy a car? The, here's the car. It does this, it does that. Yeah. You yeah, want a video but- game? This is the video game. This is what you're going to do. You want to smell? Here's Johnny Depp burying his jewellery in the fucking desert.
0: But they—that's all advertising. All all advertising is trying to take something that isn't isn't intrinsically tied to its physical appearance
1: and makes it look like media and advertising and everything. I am aware that the whole point of an advert is to make you to buy the thing. Doesn't matter. It sounds
0: like you're not aware of that at all.
1: Obviously. But for, you can't, your advertising, the product isn't mentioned in the adverts until the end. It's just like, right. say? and a picture, okay. maybe, of the bottle.
0: Right, I understand. The
1: build-up has nothing to do. It's Johnny Depp driving through the desert, burying his jewellery. Yeah. It's someone walking up the stairs it's a lady on a motorbike
0: yeah i mean none that's... of these
1: have anything to do yes it's showing the oh the power the feeling this is how it will make you feel it will make you feel like a lady in a leather catsuit on a mm-hmm. motorbike that is too phallic to be functional
0: yeah sure i think that's okay so I, I, I take your point and and i i thought you were going down the route of why are they trying to tie this thing to an image because if it, but then if that was the case oh, because then, then we they, talk they about would it. just sell the the perfume in like a clear plastic bag um, rather than a fancy bottle which i'd be down for um but like i think that's that's quite common with a lot of things like banks for example will will play you um like a bunch of stock footage of, of families with uplifting music. Like, wouldn't it be nice if we could trust people with the things that we want or to do with our do lives? Do
1: you remember when we had the money and it was all right? Do you remember <laughs> the days when you weren't alive and how much better they were for you? British Go back Empire. To those days by giving all of your money to rich people.
0: Banking. British Empire, <laughs> brass bands, lovely copper tea.
1: I don't understand how we're still getting away with this.
0: The Lehman whoa, brothers, no <laughs> poverty. Here's,
1: I, I've got some, I've got some two, two, two left. I've got good ones.
0: Jolly good. I'm glad because so far you've been shit. <laughs> You <laughs> really fucks up, buddy. Where's the goods? Nah, I'm joking. Go and bring Come on. it. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Flying and sliced bread.
0: Ugh, boring vanilla missionary. Come on.
1: Uh, Louis Vuitton.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Or the Canadian government.
0: Oh my god. That's tricky. Uh, what? What country is Louis Vuitton based in?
1: Uh, Louis Vuitton. I... I do you want it, what it's based in now? At at
0: the time of conception, ideally. Uh,
1: time of conception.
0: Asking the big questions here. Uh, Obviously, this it was, will help yes, me. Yes, it was France. France.
1: Um, I just, I, I really wanted to double check that. Just to, uh, France. Oh, it's Paris. Oh no, yes, it's it's Italy. No, it's it's Paris. Paris, uh, I,
0: France. I'm going. I think Louis Vuitton. I think.
1: You think Louis Vuitton?
0: I'm not certain. But I think...
1: Would you care to take a guess at the years of either Piss. of these things?
0: No, like, the the only thing I can imagine is that, like, I, I think the Canadian government is going to be formed like, surprisingly recently. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be... Maybe there's a technicality because of that. Like, maybe it was just essentially ruled by our Queen... God bless her. Um, But then, like, they had a vote and they got rid of it. I don't fucking know. I reckon there's a technicality involved there with, like, uh, specifically the existence of the Canadian government. And I think that's the spiel here. Maybe. I don't know. I'm guessing.
1: Uh, The Canadian government established, officially formed in 1876 okay yeah, so that, su- that sounds
0: right yeah I can, I can dig that
1: Louis Vuitton
0: was it last Thursday <laughs> so close
1: <laughs> Here it is Louis Vuitton 18 54
0: I can't remember the first date you said did I win
1: Louis Vuitton's older
0: okay great that's all you I wanted did,
1: you did a correct
0: <laughs> yay okay.
1: Louis Vuitton made uh, leather goods oh yeah he was the appointed trunk maker to wife of Napoleon the Third. He made Napoleon swimmies. Well, I think it was more trunks, as in like you would carry your swimming trunks in your trunk, not gotcha, like little pants.
0: He hollowed out an elephant's nose.
1: I will point. I will say yes. I said wife of Napoleon the Third, and I hate it when people go, "Oh, this person, wife of this guy." No, but.
0: She was also a singer-songwriter.
1: They're, they're people who do the things. They have their people. Come on, use the yeah. fucking names. Having said that, Empress Eugénie de Mon... It looks like Empress Eugenie de Mojito.
0: Eugène de
1: Monjito. Mon <laughs> See, I, I. that's why I said wife of Napoleon III, because it was probably a lot better... And, and here she is,
0: walking down the aisle, Princess Eugenie de, Mijito, de here to marry Napoleon III. Sounds like I was going to lean into a bit there, didn't it? Nope. Just wanted yeah. to do the voice. That's all I wanted. And
1: you do you, buddy.
0: Thank you. I will.
1: Final one. Bring it. What is older? Mm. Gucci hmm? or the Daily Mail? Oh,
0: fuck. Daily Mail. Logic? Um I, I just, I don't think Gucci has the same degree, uh, the same pedigree as uh, Louis Vuitton and some of the other brands we've mentioned. I, I just feel like Gucci is kind of more recent. Okay. That's literally... And da- Daily Mail, I think, could quite easily be one of the oldest newspapers um, in the UK or even globally. So so I think, I think the thing here is that Gucci is actually quite a bit younger a than newer, perhaps we expected. Newer um, one. Maybe. I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm not an expert. I well, sort I of don't you. care, but that's my guess.
1: I can tell you, if you get this right, you win. Mm. If you don't,
0: it's a draw, draw. So
1: with yourself,
0: I'm at least okay with that. Gucci. Mm-hmm.
1: Established 1921.
0: Yeah. Okay. Pretty, that feels about right.
1: Pretty recent. Like 100
0: you, years. Oh, 100 years! The, happy birthday, Gucci.
1: Oh, Gu- happy birthday, Gucci!
0: Oh, Big up, Gucci oh, Gang, etc. That's a nice
1: one to end on. Oh, oh, happy birthday, Gucci. Birthday. Birthday. the oh, day you yeah.
0: Vomit and vomit and scorn.
1: 1896. Yeah. And they have not changed their views <laughs> on the world at all since then.
0: British Empire. Hovis bread. T- lovely queen. God save her. God Racist. save the queen. Black people. Burns. Black people. Slavery. Mm. tight pinny dresses. Uh, a doodad to put in your hat. Again, <laughs> I... I I <laughs> don't you know. Um uh, not not broken. Uh, entrenched servitude. Um, yeah, no, I'm out. I'm done.
1: Yay, oh. I won. Yay, you won. Hooray. You uh, get good to stuff. wear clothes for the rest <laughs> thank of God.
0: your life. I'm not naked and alone again, thank God. Um that would have been awful. Good good game there, Ben. I love I love the uh the historical twist you've put on You've put on fashion there, and that's essentially what I've best. done as well for this game.
1: Sweet, Let's um, get it going.
0: So, uh, I've I've got four question, four questions. Um, basically, I I'm gonna I'm gonna say an item, and, and you're gonna choose from A, B, C, or D, uh, what people or person or duo uh, is credited with the creation of this particular item um and the the thing that sort of inspired me to look into this was that um I, th- I think it's quite common knowledge that hugo boss uh is credited with the creation of the nazi uniforms um so i just wanted to yes. see if there was anything else like that i wanted to try and develop a game where where ben had to guess what wrong and from history accidentally created something we all love like a converse were created by also hitler i don't know um
1: <laughs> wow
0: and none of these are I like I love
1: it I love the I love the idea. That was I the idea the
0: that there's there's very little drama in the fashion world apparently. Um certainly historically. So, okay, question 1. Which peoples invented the corset? Is it A, the Bronze Age Minoans, B, the Iron Age Egyptians, C, 15th century Europeans, which is the Elizabethan era in the UK. Or D, a gender-swapped Heston Blumenthal. Hmm. Who invented the corset? Bronze Age Minoans, Iron Age Egyptians, 15th century Europeans, or a gender-swapped Heston Blumenthal? Celebrity chef.
1: Helga Blumenthal. Certainly. Now, I... know. What a surprise. I know things about corsets. Bloody hell. Um, stupid goth. I know that they were originally whalebone. Yes, Which sure. I believe was, it wasn't actually whalebone, it was the baleen, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think ones made out of metal would be particularly good, unless they were sort of for... Purposes other than aesthetics. Mm. So when you said fifteenth-century Europeans, that sounded more close to what I have in my head of the early corsets than the other ones. So I'm saying it's 15th hard. Century
0: it's hard Europeans. not to imagine like Elizabethan nobility without a corset, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, well, you fucked up, Ben. Ah, it was the Bronze Age Minoans. Really. Yeah, really, really. Uh, Minoans Can are the you tell earliest, me something about them? Uh, the earliest civilization we know that had corsets. Minoans were the ancient peoples of Crete and the Aegean Islands, so southern Greece.
1: Oh. And they had corsets. Yeah. Were they made from bronze?
0: Uh, it sounds like bronze is all, the only thing they really had. Maybe it was made of fishbone. Yeah. Um, uh, or that I think it must have been made of metal because there, there's archaeological evidence, and I don't think you can really have archaeological evidence of um, that would be fossils. degradable things. I could have researched that more, but I didn't. No, no. Cool. Bronze Age Minoans. Bronze Age
1: right. Minoans.
0: Uh, question two: Who is credited with the name for the trilby hat? So the name. Of the Trilby hat Is it A. Russian pornographer Alexei Volkov B. Franco-British Writer and cartoon uh, Excuse me Franco-British cartoonist and writer George DeMarie C. Austrian surgeon And hat maker Dr. Benoit Trilby Or D. American rock Vocalist Axel Rose <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love making quizzes uh, who is credited with the name of the Trilby hat is it Russian pornographer Alexei Volkov Franco-British writer and cartoonist George DeMarie Austrian surgeon and hat maker Dr. Benoit Trilby or American rock vocalist Axel Rose
1: so now I feel like uh, Benoit Trilby the hat maker <laughs> may yeah. have been thrown in to to, uh, to, to dissuade me Possibly to make me think that it is him when it isn't.
0: It's or, a bit heavy-handed, isn't it?
1: It could also be making me think that it is... is It must be him because he's a hat maker, so I won't pick him. Sure. But even though that is him. I would like to go with the Russian porn star, please.
0: Oh, I didn't say porn star, I said pornographer.
1: Sorry, the Russian pornographer.
0: Thank you. Uh, it is... B, I'm afraid, Franco-British oh, that- writer and cartoonist George de Marier. Uh, George de Marier, um, in the stage adaption of Marier's novel entitled Trilby, um, a character in Trilby wears a hat, which I guess didn't have a name. There wasn't a name for this style of hat. Um, it was like an adapted fedora, basically. Mm-hmm. So it became known as the Trilby the hat. Trilby. The hat that appeared in the stage adaptation of George de Mario's novel Trilby.
1: Cool. I see. I wanted to go with him. I wanted yeah. to. I wanted to guess that, but my brain was like, "Yeah, but Tronographer's funnier."
0: <laughs> it is much funnier. It's just not, not funnier. as funnier as Doctor Benoit Trilby. I was rather pr- pleased with that.
1: Benoit Trilby was great. If if that had turned out to be the inventor of the Trilby. Yeah. Fantastic. And if I I, I believed that it could be. Yeah. Right, next one, I'm going to go for what I think is the right answer, not the one that I think is funny.
0: Uh, Question three. Who invented the miniskirt? Is it... Okay, because it sounds like you might know this.
1: I didn't say anything, and I forgot I was on camera. My arms just flailed (laughs) about because I was (laughs) looking at vintage things earlier. Oh, God. I might actually get this one.
0: So you might get this one, but also... I, 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 I'm, I'm screwing with you with the, uh, with the names here. So is it A, fashion designer, Millie Quant? Is it B, fashion designer, Maggie Quant? Is it C...
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> he was so pleased. Is it no. C... <laughs> is it C, fashion designer, <laughs> Minnie Quant? Or is it D, fashion designer, Mary Quant?
1: that's so not fair yeah
0: i thought this might be the one you get so i was like
1: oh, <laughs> as soon as he said milli quant i was like yes i've got it. It. got it perfect fantastic and then you just said quant was the bit that made me go yes so what yeah. what were they it wasn't so mini that... it wasn't mini quant
0: so who invented the mini skirt? Is it a fashion designer Millie Quant? Is it B fashion designer Maggie Quant? Is it C fashion designer Mini Quant, or is it D fashion designer Mary Quant?
1: I don't think it's C or D.
0: Okay, because and
1: um, um, well, because I don't think she just caught it. I it wasn't mini.
0: That okay? The dress fine, wasn't yeah.
1: named after her. The dress was named a mini skirt because it was shorter. Gotcha. Like, and D, unless you're being a dick and just putting all of the not answers, all of the daft answers as D, and now you're putting in the right one.
0: I mean, I'm like, it, it's but interesting. But if you're doing
1: that, I'm not going to bother thinking. Oh, he's doing that, so I have to second guess everything. I so think I, was... I'm going
0: to make it worse for you. I, I quite like using game theory. And so when I don't know an answer, it tends to help me. So I'm a real twat when it comes to arranging the correct answer of questions. Mm -hmm. So traditional game theory will not help you.
1: No, I know. Yeah. And that's why I'm trying to ignore it. I'm Uh, going for A, Millie Quant.
0: Quant. It was D, fashion designer Mary Quant.
1: See? And I'm not even angry because I knew that that was something (laughs) that you were going to do.
0: Yeah, sorry. Um... So why uh, did I
1: go for that? Why didn't why? Because uh, I didn't. Because if I, I trusted you, and you I would have you made trust me look me? a fool, and then I, I would uh, then I would have been hurt. And I wasn't our like have deliberately trying to trying to
0: screw with you when I did that. I was just I couldn't be bothered to think of three more fake names that were as believable. Three I couldn't be bothered to think of three more fake names and jobs that were as believable as fashion designer Mary Quant. Um. So that was, she...
1: I'll be honest. That was fantastic. That was possibly the best thing you've Thank ever you. done.
0: Oh, I completely <laughs> agree. Like, just get him over from here. I'm going to retire.
1: I, was, um, I was by so retire, I mean become homeless. I was, I was looking through it, and I had the picture of the of twi- Twiggy in the mini, yeah. and I was like, yes, I know this, and yeah. but you just said the same thing. Yeah, we're
0: uh, we're big fans of Schadenfreude uh, on this podcast. Yeah, and um, it was
1: funny but i hate you
0: <laughs> yeah fine um the so yeah it's called a miniskirt because it's short but actually she stuck with the name miniskirt because she liked the car the mini cooper oh. so yeah because it's small but also mini cooper her favorite car um okay Qu- the question 4
1: question 4
0: <laughs> which duo created camouflage is it a Marshal Mathers and Sir Bentley Q. Horndogger? Is it B. Colonel Coote Manningham and Lieutenant Colonel William Stewart? Was it C. Baroness Cordelia Smythe and General Patton Green? Or D. <laughs> thank you. I didn't think anyone would get that. I'm so
1: pleased.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. Relatable content. Or is it D a Bristolian dog called Kevin? Those again, who who which duo created camouflage? Is it A. Marshall Mathers and Sir Bentley Q. Horndogger? Is it B Colonel Coote Manningham and Lieutenant Colonel William Stewart? C Baroness Cordelia Smythe and General Patton Green? Or D. A Bristolian dog called Kevin.
1: General Patton Green. Oh, I'm so
0: pleased. I'm so pleased, or am I fucking with you? This, this is another misdirect.
1: Oh, this is if
0: they nominative determinism. If they're actually called General Pattern Green, that would be rad. I mean,
1: it's think. not a dog named Kevin. It can't be Patton Green. <laughs> and what was it, Marshall Math? That's M and M. And what was it, Hornswoggler?
0: Sir Bentley Q Horndogger. No, M M was born in like the the eight the seventies or eighties. Like, yeah. This is a. This be is a Marshall.
1: If, be weird if the dude who came up with. Oh, Marshall! Oh, I see. Sorry, I thought that was his name, not his rank.
0: Oh, I don't know. They might be fictional.
1: Yeah, I don't think it would be Marshall. I don't think it's A. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with B, because
0: Colonel Cootes Manningham and Lieutenant Colonel William Stewart. Is that because that's just... the only one that isn't kind of a joke?
1: Well, it's the only one that I can't understand to be something that you would find funny.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. my my sense of humour is is really unrelatable. I feel like
1: this is the last question, and I've only just understood how to start playing
0: the game. Yeah, 100%. Uh, You're right
1: cool yeah it was it was colonel
0: cootes manningham and lieutenant colonel william stewart um so the the british 95th rifles um i i've done my research this is sincerely the earliest type of camouflage that i can find and it still isn't really technically camouflaged. But basically, the British 95th Rifles the Prince Consort's own were the first military organisation to wear green jackets, which would allow them to hide on the battlefield, uh, certainly more so than the bright, fuck-off, bright red British military uniforms um, that their uh, colleagues were wearing. Uh, Manningham and Stewart uh, were the the leaders of the the 95th rifle or that they created it and it was kind of a um uh like like a specialist kind of like we'd call them snipers now i guess but they weren't really they used a different kind of rifle they wore the green so they were supposed to be a little more covert Mm -hmm. um so i i don't have information about whether manningham and stewart necessarily made the uniforms uh but there must have been a decision process at some point hey give them green so they can hide um, if you've ever seen Sharp, um, then you'll be familiar with the idea. The 95th Rifles is what Sharp's unit are based on because they have the green uniforms. They use a different kind of rifle. Uh. They're sort of a little more covert. They do behind the enemy line stuff. Um, and their green uniforms are like remarks upon by um, dickhead officers quite a lot. <laughs> um should be wearing the 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 red uniform. I shouldn't be wearing the green uniform. I'm doing a lot of voices today. You want, I don't mind you, it. Do
1: you know what? I I saw where it was going and I let you be there.
0: Thank you. What, what um, makes
1: you happy, bro?
0: I don't know about happy. Um <clears throat> occupied. Um Yeah. So that, that that's the earliest um version of um camouflage Can that flash. I could find and it's just wearing dark green. That's all it is. Um ben, you got one.
1: Got yay
0: I'm, I'm super proud of you
1: i mean because you know, i don't
0: make games that are achievable to win i, I make games to entertain myself and, and throw in stupid wordplay that i'm kind of certain people won't get so honestly like i'm real proud that you got general pattern green like i'm yeah. honestly thrilled about that
1: that's great <laughs> <laughs> no, ne- right next time i'll just have to think right I have to think how Liam's thinking. <laughs> well, not even yeah. how Liam's thinking. Let me think how Liam will think that he can get over on me without being too obvious.
0: Yeah, it's really important to me that I win, And even also if it's not try a competition. And the right answer. Yeah. Um. I think that's the end of our fashion stuff. So shall I press the button for the good news?
1: Press the button for the good news, baby.
0: My good news. Um India, uh I'm sure I'm sure you've heard uh in the news, India ain't doing so well with the whole um COVID-19 mm-hmm. situation. Um and I, I stumbled across a story. Uh the richest man in India, uh Mukesh Ambani, uh has repurposed a number of his factories to produce liquid oxygen, which he's providing to COVID patients for free. And he's He's got so many factories doing this that it's able to provide oxygen to one in ten COVID patients in India for free, which is pretty rad. Good for that you. Is
1: Pretty good news.
0: Let's not dwell on how he became so rich. Let's just focus on the positive.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's this is always a bit of an issue when you're trying to think of. Hey, here's a good. Here's some good stuff. Here's people doing nice things. Then yeah. Turns out that they may not have done such nice things.
0: But he's got Very a nice, nice big smiley face and like he's he's giving away oxygen, so like let's not worry about it. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, have you got a bit of good news for us, buddy?
1: Um, I do have a bit of good news for you. Oh boy. Uh I'll be honest with you.
0: <laughs> oh yeah.
1: It's gonna tell you about this guy who's giving <laughs> one in serious? ten people in India some oxygen.
0: Are you serious?
1: However, okay. I do also have a... Um, I'll be honest, I clicked on this, but I didn't actually read it. Uh, new <laughs> Just panicking building, to find
0: new good news.
1: <laughs> new buildings. Uh, they shall be called ply scrapers. Being oh, yeah. built with uh, timber. Yeah. Instead of metal and concrete... Uh, etc. Yeah. And this will uh, save on so, so much CO2. Because you can go, yeah. oh no, trees are getting cut down. Bad. Yes. However, trees are being built. Built.
0: <laughs> building trees. They're the getting leaves trees, off the ground. They're gluing them to they twigs. Are,
1: they are growing these trees for Grind. building. These building trees, if you will. So they will have to grow uh, to get to a certain mass a certain size they will be soaking up co2 all of this time and then you're not getting all the crap from the steel and the concrete and all the other stuff that you would have to be making to make skyscrapers
0: yeah rad i love it
1: google it if you want more ins and outs of the information on either Do of those google. things we just like saying isn't this nice yeah yeah
0: my plug. Um, everyone's been talking. I mentioned this earlier. I can't remember if that was in the podcast or in the, the preamble. Um, everyone's talking about line of duty, the, uh, the BBC series. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently started watching it from the beginning and it, it's, it's pretty good. Like really, uh, I, have sort of binged up to season three. um, I I remember watching the first episode years ago. Like literally, I think it came out like 2014 or something. So it's it's quite old and like the first series is like visually a little bit dated, but the content's still really good. Um a few years ago I did try to watch the first episode and for some reason it just didn't grab me. Um but I tried it again, so if you're if you're watching from the first episode and you're not into it, I would suggest try persevering through that first episode and then just giving it a go. Uh, it's all up on BBC iPlayer, so it's freely available. Okay. A little box will come up that asks you if you have a TV license. You can just click yes. Just click yes. Um, yeah, it's really good. Um, I There's there's some people are saying that the, uh, the final episode, which aired uh, recently is either not so good or the ending's a bit obvious or whatever. I don't care. I'm not up to that, but yeah, don't care. So far, so good. Season no, three. Still nor good. am
1: I. But, but yeah. the, the, the creators have stood by it.
0: Yeah, fine. Which I
1: did. Can't go as bad as Game of Thrones now, can it? Can it?
0: <sighs> Probably not. Probably. You know
1: Matt Smith is going to be in the new Game of Thrones thingy?
0: What's the new Game of Thrones thingy? It's
1: like House of Dragons or something. Oh, okay. Um Okay.
0: Right, okay. That's yeah, fine. it's him and Ron Week, It looks odd. Mm, I'm I don't into it. know anyone who's I'm gonna watch
1: it. it because season eight was such a big kick in the nads.
0: But who's who's creating it? Is it the same team that did the T V the, the Game of Thrones series or is it a different team? I've not
1: cared enough to look, I'll be honest okay. with you.
0: Because if it's the same intellectual property but a different set of creators yeah I'll give it a go because um, like the the production quality is amazing like all the way through it's just that the 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 writing of the show is no, no bueno but that's yeah. that's a very small amount of people's fault it wasn't poorly acted it wasn't poorly produced
1: oh no it was, it was yeah. just
0: poorly written and it wasn't even the actual writer it was the the uh, people adapting it um who suck there's many youtube document, there's many youtube um uh video essays
1: about it oh yeah this is this is not a original thought on the internet no.
0: I'm pretty sure I've never had one of those um Go on Ben, what's your plug
1: um so now my plug was going to be along the lines of therapy and taking care of yourself mental mentally that's a good plug and how how this is important particularly now um but I think even just... Like, you can... People can meet in parks now. You mm-hmm. can go to the pub and sit in the garden for a drink. Book a table. Don't just turn yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Just, of don't, course be, don't be it's a dick busy. about it. Of course yeah. it's busy. Yeah. Come what on. What do you expect? But um, having said People haven't forgotten
0: house- how good pubs are, have they? It's been at the but forefront of know. everyone's mind. People know. It's not a secret.
1: <laughs> but, uh, yes, you can go out now, as long as you're responsible. Yeah. And I think that it's important I I went and saw some friends yesterday. Socially distanced, mm-hmm. open spaces, blah 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 blah. And yeah, we hung out, we chatted um outside for a few hours. We had a couple of drinks. It was it it, it felt normal. Nice. It felt much it, it felt like a nice big sort of getting into Like getting out of the shower after you've had a very hot, long day. It felt refreshing. It felt good to be. It felt good to be. Nice. And it doesn't always feel good to be at the moment. Because things are a bit shitty. But you must remember that it is good to be, and you should keep being.
0: Keep on being.
1: Go and be socially distanced with your friends, enjoy their company, and relax a little bit. Yeah don't relax your social distancing none of that
0: no 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 don't
1: say that I'm going out I'm not saying go out licking people or whatever.
0: don't lick people no but no no go
1: speak to your friends make sure they're okay make sure you're okay yeah you'll feel better
0: you will absolutely um good stuff right I'm I'm gonna go to the script to wrap up and then as there's a few of us we' we're, g- we're gonna go raid a fella because um, we can um, so here's the end spiel um, Ben what's your social of choice
1: my social of choice currently is Instagram at Spike Pearson P-I-E-R-S-O-N for Pearson I'm going to have to do that now every time because whenever yeah. I ring people or I go and get prescriptions at the doctors uh, <laughs> is it P-E-A no it isn't no. That's Pearson yes, Pearson that's a the different son of a thing. peer a jutting wooden (laughs) structure going out to sea had a baby it was a boy and that is
0: different it's a different thing um wonderful stuff uh i am at lt guitarist all places um i use twitter the most at lt guitarist you can find more conversation hats on twitter instagram and tiktok at convo hats podcast all one word Uh, we do Mm, we do these live streams every month on twitch and youtube if you want to sub to us on twitch that would be wonderful if you want to tell a friend that would also be wonderful our discord is a very cool place to hang out we put links to that all over the place especially on twitter um, if there isn't one there you can ask us and we will put it up we'd love to thank our patreon supporters who help to develop the show over the years patrons get early access to episodes and an exclusive single question mini episode every time we have guests Rock and roll.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm gonna press the end stream button, okay? Bye folks. You're all cool. Take care. Peace out. Love love